Good evening, everybody. Welcome to Let's Talk Assassin's Creed, your number one podcast for all things Assassin's Creed. Now, today's episode, we are going to look back at Origins. But this time, we're going to look at it through the eyes of Aya and how the game could have been different if we had Aya as a lead. Now, I'm not alone today. I am joined by our best friend and partner of the show, Ash from AC Landmarks. Hello, everybody. How are you? A lot louder than I expected for my mic tonight. <laughs> oh, I'm super hyped for this podcast. <laughs> so am I. So today's episode, we're going to be it's a weird one because I did do a podcast ages and ages ago on how I assumed that Bayek was perfect for Origins. And for the story we have now, he is perfect as the game is now. Because in the game now, we have a father who's lost his son on a huge revenge trip, uncovers a great conspiracy that is threatening his country, that suddenly births the brotherhood that we all have come to know. But there's one woman who did the most changing thing we can know in the AC community, in the AC law, and that is Aya. She is known since Assassin's Creed 2 to be a great assassin. She killed Cleopatra and she killed Caesar. And she's the most pivotal woman in the series. And I want to know, what could have Origins been like if we had Aya from the beginning? What if the stories that we heard where Bayek may have been killed and we then led up with Aya, what could have we ended up with? And I would love to hear your thoughts first, mate. First of all, all praise Amunet. Second of all, uh, I love Aya as a character in in AC Origins. I, I I think I think she would have had a a better potential as uh, a, a, in a bigger role, of of course, um, but. Uh, with the story that that we had, you know, we grew up to love Bayek with it, but I I feel like you know she just uh she just missed a chance because um Ubisoft execs thought she's a woman and um she you know she doesn't deserve that when she does I, I mean it's Amunet we're talking about. The, the, this this woman literally birthed the creed, and she, you know, um, you know, she started it, and she started it. And I think one of the most important factors for origins, from what I even think about um, from the news, is if she witnessed Bayek's death. She'd already lost a son. Now she's lost her husband. She could have gone on this revenge trip herself, but it could have been deeper. She could have allied herself with Cleopatra because she felt alone. And I think it would have made a lot more sense to see her rise and potentially fall in little places when she's going against the order because it's so new to her. But it would make sense because we'd know of her heritage 
that she's born, she's, she's de- I mean, destined to be a great assassin from what we know in two. And it would have just made a huge, perfect tie into the story of a great assassin who is immortalized in the villa in number two is making the creed in origins. That's just yeah, and perfect. Yeah, and imagine if we got to play uh, the whole the the whole game as her. Her son died. Her her husband died midpoint. Um, or you know when or whenever he he, he would die, and then you know she would build this connection with Cleopatra, but Cleopatra would betray her for Caesar because, well, historical accuracy. Um, Cleopatra favored Caesar. Um, And then she would feel betrayed for that. And we would feel more validation to hate Cleopatra. And um, it would explain why she would kill Cleopatra later on um, in the game. Maybe in future games, you know, with her. I do agree. And it saddens me to say that Ubisoft missed a step because when we first see in the Villa and Sasuke Crew 2 that Amunet is immortalized, there's this strong assassin that's done something legendary to be immortalized, is then given a smaller backseat. I do feel her importance is there because we see her going to and from Rome. We know she has connections in Rome. We see a kill to the most important people in history at that time. So we can see her making a dent on the world. And just that's all it was. It was just a dent when it could have been an impact that you saw the creed rise because of her. You knew why she was immortalized. You knew why the assassins revere her as a legendary assassin. And to me, that was missed, and it's unfortunate because we would have loved to see a game like this. I still would now. Yes, I do I do agree with you. It's If you would see Aya's confession scene in Origins, I believe... I believe she had two. It was Septimius and it was Julius Caesar. Um, when she assassinated them, she was confident and she was um, like, I rule this confessions and I have taken your life and you, and you have met my, my blade. And like, you know, she owned up to the fact that, that she she was an assassin and um, like, you know, and she would do it in like, you know, stealthy ways. Like when, when she killed, you know, Caesar, um, I just love Aya's uh, confession scenes more because they scream Assassin's Creed to me where, whereas Bayek, dude, I love Bayek so much. And, you know, I, you know, I, I, I I see myself um, in in him and uh, in him so much too, but like uh, as much as I as I love the blood and gore of uh, bashing Medunamun's head with w- with the apple, you know, that was Bayek's emotions playing out. That like 
like that was not Assassin's Assassin's Creed for for me, but it was deserving because what they did to Camu was was really unfair. What they did to um, Bayek was re- really unfair, but the game really shined when Am- Amunet's confession scenes were there. Um, yeah, and it just exhilarated us when Bayek, um, you know, got got angry and and he was you know bashing heads. Oh, I love them both so much. Like I, I don't want to talk bad about Bayek, um, and he, and uh, like I'm not gonna talk bad about Bayek because he's a great character. It's just the way the world works, the the way the real world works. They're not equalized. <laughs> I think for me as well, and this is touching back on Origins as it is now. I love to see in Origins you when you meet her. You can see that devotion and, she, and care she has for Bayek. But you can also see this whole cause that she's fighting for is strong in her heart as well. And that just showed the type of character she is. And it's that sort of character depth that if you have time to grow with, you were given an immersive character. If we look at Ezio, we were given that playful, that cheery character that grew into this broody, as I like to call him, assassin, who is one of the most revered assassins and one of a lot of fans' favourites. And as we know from Origins now, Aya's traits was a strong, confident woman, ready to do anything for her cause, but she was a loving woman to her son. She was devoted to her husband, and she had those character traits ready to shine. And let's say after the greatest speech in gaming history where Bayek kills uh, the first Order of Ancients, if after then she witnessed Bayek's death, you would have felt more emotion, more pain, more hatred towards the Ancients and give her more life to why she created the Creed. Yeah. I feel like, uh, you know, what... what what you say what what you say is true and i and i agree with it and it's it's like um it would have given aya more uh character if if her husband was was dead too um and like you know She's a she's a loving mother, yes, but I don't I, I don't feel like Assassin's Creed Origins gave enough credit to you know how loving of a mother she is because you know whenever Camu was mentioned in in uh you know the talks that she had with Bayek and whenever Bayek would bring up Camu she would just you know sideline that conversation and focus at the task at hand um and then you know and then you know show a little affection and then you know it's it's back to the same business like i like i didn't see the caring mother and her in the games as as much um so i would have loved to you know seen more 
of that because you know a mother losing a child that's traumatic um like that's so traumatic and and, and yeah like i i i i, I would have you know lo- loved to see her lose the child like i've seen um uh, like ac origins hacks where people play as aya and you know there you know there's this scene between her uh in a bayek skin uh you know t- you know telling kemo to to jump or you know um her meeting kemo in like the confessions uh you know uh with like a bayek skin and it's bayek's voice um you know just seeing you know the skins interact with each other but like you know it's bayek's voice there's that bittersweet moment where i'm like this sells more to me um because i care about the mother son relationship you know i do and i think it is hard one because when we play at origins we heart giving the story and i think this story as i did explain in an older episode was built for bayak and i think if they went back and in time and they gave us an i lead i don't hand on heart believe that the story we got for bayak would have been aya's story i think aya's story would have had the same emotional impact that assassin's creed 2 had and i think it would have resonated with a lot more fans because in we would have saw the Creed being born and such amazing to see that between Bayek and Aya but I think with how they're able to do um, map traversal with the DLC where we had the maps for the afterlife and the map for the game they could have had maps between Rome and Egypt later on and that would have shown her impact and her influence that would ultimately lead up to being immortalised in that statue yeah. Well, uh, first of all, um, you, you can't make a DLC of Rome. That's 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 too big of a DLC. Um, that that needs to be its its uh, its own game, basically. Um, and like, I, I kind of agree with you uh, on that. Like, if they gave Aya. Um, a story it would have been different from Bayek's but but I mean um, I feel like Assassin's Creed didn't didn't want to do the same thing as Assassin's Creed 2 did like you know death of the family vengeance um, they they added a different kind of sting into the heart of the fans when they took only Kemu away you know this this was a paternal uh this was a uh you know a fatherly figure losing his son it was it, it wasn't um a son losing his family you know this was a father l- losing his son and you know that brings a different kind of uh you know emotion inside the heart and when i whenever i first saw that I don't know. It just made me cry, and I didn't even know Bayek, but it reminded me of you know when uh, I felt 
like that sense of you know revenge in me when I saw uh, um, Ezio's family die, and it was the same. It, it was the it was the same emotion, but in in like a different sort of level. Um, you know, b- between those two games, they they could have they could have taken Bayek's moment and made it Aya's Aya's um, story of how she lost her son, and and that w- and that would have given the same the same emotion um, t- towards the game, and maybe they could have. You know, killed, killed by a uh, late like l- later on, um, but I'm going off a tangent here. A tangent here. Uh, my main thing is, if Bayek and Aya saw their son's death, that would have been better instead of just Bayek seeing it. I, I can understand that. It would have been a more pivotal moment but sadly a lot of this is speculation and it's really sad to say that this is speculation because nothing was put in concrete we do know from an article that it was rumored Bayek could have been killed off later on or early on so it is possible we could have got another emotional impact that would have driven Aya but from what we know from what we do have sorry carry on like a double whammy, you know, like yeah, um, uh, like that that would have been different from Assassin's Creed Two as well. Like two big losses in one game. It would have been pivotal, and I think it's sad to say that we have to speculate because, as I was going to say, when you look at the lore and everything that was fleshed up with Aya, you do see that Aya has the potential to be a really strong, impactful character that could resonate with a lot of fans. And I think there's enough talk about what Origins could have been, but I think the next steps would always be to talk about what could be next for Aya. Because I don't think it's fair that there's no conclusion to Aya's story. I feel like there is more... We know she killed Cleo and Caesar, but I still don't know why she's in that villa in Assassin's Creed 2. I know it's for her actions, but did she help forward the movement in Rome that would create the Brotherhood Ezio would once join? Well, um, from, you're, you're asking a historian over here um, this, this question. So, so I'll give you a history of what will follow on and how Aya can be in this uh, in, 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 in this sort of environment because I feel like she she would definitely be uh, an, an amazing addition to the Roman Empire um, you know that's gonna be birthed after Caesar's death and like that that movement literally starts a year after Caesar's death because Augustus, um, like in that time known as Octavian, um, he, text, he, he takes 
center stage and everything, every money that Julius Caesar had is now under his compensation. So um, he, he will be devoted to Caesar's vision, basically. So we could see Octavian be be a, a kind of a Templar uh, or like or become part of the order of the ancients. But then Octavian was this guy that he did what his mind set him to do. He was um, he was like an opportunistic kind of figure, um, which I feel like Alfred in, in Assassin's Creed Valhalla will be as well. Like he won't be completely for the Order of the Ancients. He will uh, favor his uh, his desires, basically. But um, I see, I see Aya, you know, go, going against uh, Octavian and against Cleopatra. And then when Octavian, you know, needs Cleopatra out of the picture. Um, so he can get Egypt for himself. Maybe um, Aya and Octavian can see eye to eye and get rid of Cleopatra because um, she's being she's being uh, you know fed fed this order of the ancients kind of uh, knowledge and she needs to be taken out and and that's how you know it it links together because, you know, the second triumvirate, it formed in November 26, 43 BC. Um, and it can, the game can go until the battle of Actium and see Cleopatra dead. And that's how it can finish. Yeah. Um, and, and all this, you can be in the Roman empire experiencing it through next gen. That's so cool. It would be cool, and I personally think, and I could be wrong, and I hope to God I'm wrong, but with how the timelines are flowing, with how Odyssey flowed from Origins and how Valhalla's flowing from or Odyssey, I don't see Ubisoft quite yet jumping back to um, Aya's timeline and just adding a new game to complete Aya's story. I want it to happen. I'm never... I'm going to keep battling until they do something. So if they're not willing at this moment to just jump back into Aya's timeline, I would love them to do a movie, just like Embers or just like Lineage. It's not the best idea, no, but to give Aya's story a much-deserved telling, I would love to see Embers or Lineage created in that format for Aya, telling her story, her rise to power with the Brotherhood, and maybe even seeing the actual Italian Brotherhood or the Roman Brotherhood be created for the first time with Aya. Yeah, um, that 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 will be amazing. But um, I mean, this this new move to include women um, in Assassin's Creed is very new AC sis- AC sisterhood is is very new and you and we've seen Ubisoft respecting AC sisterhood and moving forward with 
um, marketing women in their video games, and and that's great. But it's gonna take time to make that video game. Uh, you know, that's what I hope people understand because right now, what video games they have um, under development, they've been under development for years, and like, I really hope the fans don't give um you know don't uh, like underestimate assassin's creed um in like the next installment because you see you see the the marketing move in a better picture over here um right now like they're they're respecting um equality amongst men and women in their marketing and that's great so i'm definitely hoping for an assassin's creed game a full-fledged game with aya in the future but like i don't think i don't think a film will uh, like embers will do her justice because we've not spent a lot of time with aya we spent a lot of time with Ezio, and that's why a short film about his later life was so sweet to us, but we need to spend more time with Aya, you know. I, I do. I'm, I'm 100% agree. Um, the reason I came up with the idea of lineages and Ember is because they're the only, um, except for the full-fledged movie, <laughs> I could think about that support the idea of continuing Aya's storyline. It's just Ubisoft was dead set against Egypt as a setting originally. They did say Egypt was boring, and then they suddenly went boring back. Boring were they wrong. Yeah. <laughs> and then they suddenly went back to Egypt, and it's just my knowledge of how the games have always evolved. I really want them to go back and finish Aya Storyline and give it a well-deserved this-is-what-we-should-have-done moment. But realistically, on how they're handling the timelines and the game, and with it being hinted that Valhalla would tie all the loose ends up from one to Valhalla, it's becoming unlikely they're going to revisit all games, but there's still so many stories that need telling, and Aya's is a story that needs telling more than anything, and if they're not going to go back to the games, I think they could honour it in... If, even if they took that new Netflix um, animation they were supposed to be doing, even if they took that and give us a full Aya storyline from start to end, um, that would work. Maybe it's not ideal, I know. It, it's just yeah. what they do now they're pushing themselves forward. Yeah. I mean, I I remember Darby uh, tweeting about, like, um... No, 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 not tweeting about it. he. He mentioned somewhere I forget. I forgot where he mentioned this. Um, he mentioned somewhere that the idea was, um, as the empire. I think he mentioned it on J JV's um video. Um, uh, check out JV's vi video uh interview with Darby. Um, wh where the idea is as the Roman Empire was growing. Aya was grow the Assassin Order, you know, Aya formed was growing with it, and 
I would love to see how I, uh, you know, grew this network of assassins, um, you know, together. And um, I would l love to see that happening. Possibly, like, no pressure, Darby. If you can r write this story, please do. Um, uh, thing like, uh, I, I really want Darby to write this because, like, he's the only one I, I, uh, I trust in writing Assassin's Creed. Ah, um, <laughs> and, and then there's Corey May, but Corey May left. Um, uh, but yeah, but if you would come back, Corey, that, that, that'll be great. Um, yeah, but man, I, uh, I, I just l love to see an Amunet story and, you know, just for her to be given justice for, for, for holding uh, onto this Assassin's Creed. And I really think we could go in circles looking at thoughts, theories, and what's next for Aya, but I think we can all agree that this idea that women don't sell is wrong. We know it's not about selling in my eyes. We know that women in Assassin's Creed can make impactful stories and people will love them. And I think Ubisoft needs to see that Aya could have been the best thing for the franchise. I think Syndicate could have deserved more attention for Evie. I think Cassandra should have been the only protagonist for Odyssey. But with Aya... They missed the mark, sadly, because I do believe that Ayer is so perfect for that game, and it would have made more sense, law-wise, for us to have Ayer. Yeah, I 100% agree with you on that. Um, w women need to be re re represented in in video games right now like uh, come on we have Aloy um we we have we have Ellie um those and those are just a few of the uh, the awesome women in video games right now that that are selling like um crazy by the way and you know Assassin's Creed has Aya and she's a very rare gem in in the AC franchise you know just um I'm pretty sure people will will uh, will buy um a video game with Aya or or any w woman because um the times the 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 times have to change and they have changed we love women in video games. Um, thing like Horizon Zero Dawn is one of my favorite video games, and and that's because of Aloy. Um, you know she she makes the game um, so so much brighter for me. Um, and I would just love for Aya to be given the same treatment because I really care about Aya. Um, ever since, like, I got to see her in AC Origins, 
and and uh, ever since I uh, knew she, she's Aminat. I agree, and I think something I did bring up to a friend of mine is, I think Ubisoft needs to stop looking at this whole business side of what sells because you don't need to look at a game and say, right, because this doesn't sell, let's not make it. You should make a game because you want to tell the story, because you want to be diverse, because you want to try something new. And I just personally think in the future, if they want to make a female Assassin's Creed, they shouldn't think, is it going to sell? Because that's not important. What's important is delivering unique, diverse, and open stories. Yeah. I mean, Naughty Dog didn't think, oh, is a video game with two women leads going to sell? No, they just made the game. (laughs) They just made the game and it sold. That's a philosophy you should make. We know we've been told since the first of the game that the games are made by a team of multicultural people and it's a diverse team that makes them. So please make your games as diverse as the team that makes them. Exactly. We need diverse games and we, we need equality in, in video games. And sadly, I think that's all we've got time for tonight. Um, but before we go, we're not done yet. Uh, I would like to announce the winner of the AC Let's Talk comp. Um, please do not shoot me because I know you are in our server, but it's Amaya Nocturna. Please tell me I pronounced that right. She's going to kill you, me. You said it right. Thank God she's not going to kill me. I will be Woo-hoo! posting... <laughs> I'll be posting the amazing shot she took. I'm not going to spoil what she took. Um, under this... Um, when this tweet goes out. And I want to thank her again. And I will put it on Instagram as soon as I can. It needs updated. Um, thanks again to our partner. Good job. Ash, for coming Good job. Back. I really love that. I did too. As soon as I saw it, I was like, I want to keep that image. I put it to my dex- desktop on PlayStation. Yeah, yeah. I, I I really really love that that uh, that Aya, um, photo mode. It's so unique. Photo mode Rome. unique. <laughs> <laughs> photo mode unique. Right. <laughs> so thank you again for all tuning in. It was a really good talk. Um, thank you for having me. Yeah, thank you for coming back. And this just means that you be coming back more often if I could drag you on the show. Oh yeah, <laughs> I would love to. Right, and and I and I just want to I just want to mention the, uh, mention this too. Uh, thank you, thank you to Culprit and Memento Gallery for you know pushing forward this message for AC Sisterhood, um, and for equality in video games. Uh, you guys are really really strong um, leaders and. We are, we are blessed to have you in the Assassin's Creed community as our leaders. And AC Let's Talk will be will be behind the AC Sisterhood every step of the way. And so will Creed Landmarks. 
So this is all. Thank guys. Uh, tune in next week for a surprise topic that I haven't picked out yet. <laughs> awesome.